Welcome to an episode of Beyond the Grid with your host, Tineke Bernard. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to the multifaceted, multi-talented Denise Gray. Denise is a mother of two, a Londoner living in the Hertfordshire countryside with a passion for health and fitness, as well as helping mothers find themselves and reignite their own passions. In this podcast, we'll be covering these things as well as other aspects of Denise. Find out who her favourite influencers are, her experiences of living outside of the city, and that time she left London for Memphis. So we are recording, and it's amazing to have you here. Hello, Denise. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to have you on here. I I know the minute I said I wanted to do a podcast, you're on the first names that came up in my head. Bless you. I'm absolutely honoured to have you here. Um, Oh, thank you. Honoured to be on. Thank you. So, for those of you who don't know, I've known Denise for a number of years now. I think maybe maybe three or four years now. It's been a while. And, it's been a um, while. We were Instagram friends first. That turned into real life. We were. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think I saw a picture of you and I saw your location. I was like, wow, you're near me. <laughs> exactly. And we're few and far between outside of London. So Exactly, yeah. Yeah, really glad yeah. to have met you in real life. Yeah, and likewise. I think it was um C as well. So um Chioma, who also was like, girl, do you know Denise? I'm like, yes, I'm actually friends with her on Instagram, because you need to meet, you need to do this. So I was like, okay, <laughs> you know? So you were validated, you were given the tick of approval before I even met you. Like, I, I must. Oh, thank you. So, really grateful to have you here. Um, so Denise started off at the time on Instagram, it was Afros and High Tea that I followed you. And at the moment, yeah. it was Denise Gray. And yeah. As we're going to go into during this conversation, you know, because people grow and, you know, our identities grow with that, there might be a bit of a name change at some point and we'll discuss that and why that is. And, you know, I, t- I totally feel you as someone who's been one name for the past 10 years and is making a complete um, kind of pivot under my own name. So I feel you with this one. Um, but yeah, this is Denise. What I'm going to start off with, Denise, is letting you have a moment to kind of elevator pitch me, you know, tell me about yourself. And for those who are listening and haven't followed you or don't know you, who is Denise? Well, I'm Denise. I am um, a mum. I'm a wife. I am someone who's really interested in wellness. Um, I I have to admit to you, I've not always been a practising fitness well wellness coach myself especially in motherhood mm-hmm. um i have lost myself in motherhood or at times i have mm-hmm. and um, i'm really passionate in helping other women to be the best that they can be um i love seeing people transform i love it um and um what else about me i i speak um i'm a speaker at one of my churches i go to quite a big church and i speak there but i never put any of that on instagram yeah um i probably should um what else is there i love i don't know what i love i love cooking awesome and um yeah that's it (laughs) that's all i can say at the moment so what dish would you be known for what dish and I guess it, it differs, like what dish do you, are you known for in terms of what you would say is your signature dish? And maybe if it's different, what dish would your kids say is your claim to fame? My signature dish is probably chicken. I probably cook jerk chicken. If people mm. come to my house, they say, oh, can you do your chicken? Awesome. I could probably do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> I just make, yeah, jerk chicken, curry chicken. Yeah, I make it. My husband loves it. He absolutely loves it. Loves jerk chicken. Um, and a lot of my friends do a lot of, we've got a lot of, uh, English friends where yeah. I live and that's what they love. They love to eat my jerk chicken. So awesome. I cook it. I've yeah. even had vegetarians come around my house Yeah. and they ate the jerk chicken. So there wasn't what? enough because the vegetarians ate it. <laughs> you made them change their whole ethical stance for your yes. chicken. Like, that's a big claim to fame. What about the kids? Can they handle it? Uh, no, too spicy. <laughs> so what do you make for them? What's their favourite meal? 
my son loves everything really bad, like pizzas, burgers, <laughs> sausages, hot dogs. He loves hot dogs. I call them like them dirty, you know, you mm. want them dirty hot dogs. He's like, mm. they're not dirty, but yeah, he likes that. My daughter, she's more adventurous. She loves curried mutton. She loves, oh, wow. um, she, loves she loves eggs. <laughs> Mine too. What is this? The <laughs> amount of eggs we go through in the house is just ridiculous. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh. But also, one of the things that I love doing is making raw chocolate. So, oh. um, yeah, I make my own chocolate. And so, um, I love chocolate and I love sugar, but I <laughs> try to cut it out. And yeah. so, I make my own. And oh. then I fill it up with cashew butter as well. Wow. Now, that's impressive. And that, I feel we need a tutorial on that. I need to see this. <laughs> I need Instagram lives that I can cook along. You can teach us while we're on lockdown. <laughs> And yeah. I want to hands. I want to see how to do this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That is very yeah, cool. So I, yeah. Thank you. So I eat that and a lot of veggie burgers. I make my veggie burgers daily. Wow. Just bung veg all together, bind yeah. it with an egg, then stick it in the oven, bake them, and then dip them with like a homemade mayo mayonnaise. Oh. Denise, why have we been meeting outside all this time? I need to come for food. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I need food. That sounds amazing. I'll bring some oh, puff and my soggy oh, jollof yes. rice that I've never learned. I can, it's either too dry or too soggy, but I'll, I'll keep on this for you and I'll bring some, okay. some jollof rice when I Please. Right. I want to try these puff puffs. Oh, seriously. It's my new claim to fame. I've made it for the neighbours ah. now and everything because like I posted it on Instagram and it's like, hello, we're right here. <laughs> brought them over, left them on people's doorsteps during lockdown, which is quite amusing. But, oh. That is awesome. So I'm glad that your kids are like mine and can't do spice too well. I always feel like I'm failing them in some way that they can't handle their pepper yet. But no. <laughs> I feel they'll get there though. I'm just slowly adding that little bit more. Like, okay, if I, if I don't tell them that there's half a Scotch bonnet in this, then we'll just see how they react. <laughs> is that bad? Oh, it's just it's just their little faces though when they eat it and they're like, oh, yeah. no, so... Mummy just bad. sitting there with milk just in case. Like, hmm, let's see how this is going to work. But no, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work this time. But yeah, it's, it's good to know I'm not alone with this. So oh, yeah. also, in the way that we're similar is, and I think, as you said, why we kind of hooked up in the first place is that we both are ex-Londoners. I, I still see myself as tried and true Londoner living yeah. in the um, Yeah. So when did you move out of London and why? So I moved out of London when I met my husband. So he's from where we live. Yeah. And um, when we, I actually lived in Nashville for a while. Wow. And when I came back, um, I literally moved in with him. I moved out of London. So it's because of my husband why I, I moved out of London. Um, I didn't think I would live in London. I don't want to diss it because there might be Londoners watching this, um, mm -hmm. but it just wasn't for me. Okay. Um, but I found it really hard moving to Hertfordshire at first. It was so hard. I was one of the very few black um, people here. You could tell who was, if you saw that one black person, you knew that was, you know, you knew yeah. every black person around. In fact, you know, where I live is a small town. So you see the same people at the gym, at mm -hmm. Tesco's, at the bar, at the pub, you know, at the school gate, everyone knows everybody. Yeah. And I struggled really hard. And I remember one time I was in Tesco's and, you know, you have the reduced section. Mm -hmm. um, I just went to the reduced section and I saw a Jamaican, I saw a patty and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> patty, you know, <laughs> patty where I live, you know, in a little countryside. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, why is this one random patty? And oh. it was in the reduced section. Yeah. And this woman, I don't think it was intentional, but there was some beef you know that was behind the patty and she just tossed the patty aside to get her what? beef and it just I don't think she meant it but it spoke to me I felt this is an illustration of how I feel I feel my culture is tossed mm -hmm. aside in this place not even understood I never thought, or appreciated to know the value yes. of that patty well this is it and I think I mean I've always been around you know a, a diversity of, of people you know a diverse group of people yeah and when I was working in, and living in London, you know, I was around a lot of white people, but I was going home to black people. Mm -hmm. And I think I didn't realise 
how that impacted me or made me feel secure but then when I moved out of London Mm -hmm. and I was just amongst white people most you know well Mm -hmm. yeah I was amongst white people I wasn't going home to that Jamaican culture I realized wow I'm out out of my depth right now for sure like I can 100% relate with that I I think I was saying the last time we saw census here um where I live this village is like 98% white yeah and Mm -hmm. I've heard rumors that there are other black people in the village I've not seen them yeah, I heard rumours. <laughs> Only like literally from like the DPD driver who kind of looks shocked when they open the door, and I'm like, "Is it because yeah. I'm black?" And they'll laugh. And yeah. they're another one of you. I'm like, "Is that of me?" But we'll let that slide. You know. Yeah. But, you know, but so I, I know what it is like when you're, you know, you're. I guess it's a little bit different because I'm coming home to a home where, you know, my partner is Jamaican and my exactly are black. So there's there's still some bit of that culture Absolutely. there. So it's a bit different yes. so at least when they come through the door they've got it but the whole day when they're absolutely. out the kids haven't got it absolutely just to tell your um you know your listeners yeah, yeah my husband is white so i'm not i i'm not coming home to a, a black a predominantly black mm-hmm. family yeah <laughs> so there is that and I, yeah I, I take that for yeah. granted actually when we do come home we do i think we probably go over we go black black blackity black we really we <laughs> I don't think we'd be the way we are if we lived in London still. Put it that way. Yeah. Kind of, um, you know, really, really want to drill home to our kids that, you know, this is a black household in a way that it just would have been a household in London. Yeah, I guess. So so that's quite interesting in itself. And I um, would love to explore that at some point. And maybe that's me and my other half that need to discuss that. Like, but I don't think it's doing any harm. I think they need that extra level of blackness at home because yeah, water down all day. But um, yeah, I feel you with, being out and about i can imagine that patty um in our local tesco's we had um you know you've got the ethnic aisle and our ethnic yeah. aisle is that wide so it's not even yeah. like a whole bit and then they had cock soup we all know cock soup got to put on your you know your saturday cock soup we have cock soup i buy them i literally can't want to be buy it like take like 10 at a time <laughs> when they're there but I get well excited, but like I, me- I remember a woman walking past, and again, she probably meant nothing by it, but she looked at it, cackled, took a picture, sent it to someone, and I'm standing there doing my thing, and she's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. So she saw that. She yeah. That's a different way. She saw cock. Exactly. <laughs> and I can't even want to turn around and be like, Mate, it just means chicken, you fool. And I know she knew it, yeah. it chicken on the front of it, but you're like, How dare That's you? Right. Like, this is cockerel soup. Cockerel soup. <laughs> And, you know, was really offended. I'm like, yeah, but I get it. It's funny. I probably chuckled when I was six and I saw this in the kitchen too. But, you know, yeah. this is your own person. So, yeah, seeing your culture through the eyes of others can be quite... Yeah. Funny. Yes. Yeah. It has been. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it there. It has been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your kids have only known Hertfordshire? Yeah, they have. Um, Obviously, they go to London to see their grandparents. Um, Where I live is very quiet. Um, Sometimes I'm quite concerned with their their street credibility. I think, you know, like my son, he, like, runs down the road, like, doesn't have a care in the world. And when we go to London, we've been to, like, central London, Mm -hmm. and he's running off. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't do that here. You don't do that. People will take you. Mm-hmm. and you will not come back they're not coming yeah. to raise you they're, they're taking <laughs> you and doing stuff but i was telling that yesterday i'm wow so- <laughs> that's quite powerful they're not going to raise you yeah i said that to him yesterday because he was doing something and i said listen when people take kids they're not taking you in there so they're going to be your parents yeah they will take you and you will not live to tell the tale and he was like oh stopped him though right <laughs> yeah that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, the things we have to say like but yeah, and it's the same. I've got one who grew up most of her life in London, and the other one has only known hair. So it's gonna be yeah. quite. They like my little sociology, um, anthropology experiment to see how that changes them and personalities yeah. in a way. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Going back to your feed, so obviously with this podcast, the people I've chosen are people who are on Instagram or they have some kind of social media presence. And they're also on the um, UK Black Influencers directory that I created at the beginning of June. Um, and 
yeah, one of the, straight away, I love your feed. And if I need to kind of have a, you know, to cheer myself up in the morning, I will, there are certain people like yourself that I will scroll for. And if I don't find you and I'm scrolling, I will go to find your page because oh. it makes me happy. You're oh, just, wow. a, you're a joyful, bright and sunshiny feed. And I think you can literally be talking about depression, but make me happy, which is regardless, but it's just the way you're just so honest and transparent and bright with it. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for it. Like I get literally when you're not posting and you know, privately we've done this, I will phone you and I'll message you and kind of like egg you on to like post more because you, yeah. you know, I feel you kind of go through droughts and yes. then floods with the way you Instagram. Yeah. And when there's a, when there's a Denise drought, it makes us sad. Well, I'm trying not to do that anymore. Really? I think, thank you. First of all, I want to say thank you for everything you said, because that has been my intention. Um, I know that you can go on Instagram and you can, you see very, you know, lovely, beautiful pictures, but it can actually get you down as well. I see social media like a knife. It can, it can cut bread, but it can also kill. And, you know, it can kill your spirit. And there's so much going on. I don't think we need to be looking at something that is toxic. It's just not healthy for us. Mm -hmm. And I really want to inspire people. I just want to like make people feel good, feel like, yeah, you know, I can, I can go for it. I just yeah. love seeing people be happy and also just bring them out of their state and just feel like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to take that step. I'm going to, I'm just, you know, it's a new day. It's a new, I can move forward. And I think yeah. that's what social media should be. You know, we, we, we look at it so much. Why should we look at something which is poison? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, you're doing it. You're doing it. It's always somewhere I go. I still remember. This is probably like over a year ago. But you did mm. like a water challenge, just saying to people to drink more. Yeah. And I did like literally because I was like, oh, yeah. Please tell me to drink more. I've got to keep getting on it. And it was just so you know you weren't bullying with it. You weren't saying if you do this, you're gonna lose ten pounds yeah. overnight. It was none of that. It was just like yeah. Look after yourself, girl. Do this one little thing, and then we'll go and move on. And I'll tell you to do something else later. But just. For this yes. week, let's focus on this. And do you, do you know what? Water. Oh, I thought I was talking to you. I was like, oh. <laughs> I remember my water. You know the thing is, my my problem is, and this is where I'm trying to overcome the overcome that is that um, I think about it too much. I'm mm. I, I overanalyze what I'm doing on there, and mm. I think there's something about Instagram where you feel when you put yourself out there, like everyone is judging and criticizing. And even if they are, so what? Yeah. But it just feels like, I, I sometimes question, do people want to see another post? Do they really want to see my face again? Oh, maybe they'll be like, oh, not her again. So yeah. I like space it out. Um, like recently, um, you know, I wanted to post more. I took a picture or I asked my son, we were walking down the road to the post office. And I said to him, take a picture of me. So he mm -hmm. took a picture. I looked at it, I thought, oh, I don't know if I can put this on there. I analyzed, I just criticized myself. I'm my worst yeah. critic, you know? Yeah. And then I thought, no, I'm gonna stick it on there. And Good. I did. And, you know, everyone was like, wow, look at that. And it nearly didn't even make it. Can you imagine? It was your own, and it yeah. was your own self doubt that made you think twice about exactly. it. Exactly. And with that whole um, water challenge, mm -hmm. I was in a WhatsApp group and I just, you know, a whole bunch of other, people who are on Instagram just said, oh, I'm so sick of all these challenges. Cause I think a lot of people were doing challenges. Yeah. And they probably didn't mean that about me, but I took that as, oh, maybe I won't do it anymore. And I stopped no. No. because someone just made that comment of I'm sick of challenges. And I think with anyone is mm. that you've got to do what you want to do and your audience will love you. And who doesn't love you? It doesn't matter. If you're speaking to five people, you're speaking to your five or even yeah. that one person. Let you change that I mean, one just, person. Absolutely. I mean, you just saying what you said to make me think, you know what? I'm going to take up a challenge because Tina Kay, she heard it and she yeah. liked it and it changed her. So you know what? That's better. One person. Seriously. Literally. <laughs> if it's just even for me, do more challenges because I listen to you. Okay? I listen Thank to you. Thank you. Someone else told me the same thing. I'm like, why are you talking to me? You're not my mum. But he says, they're like, okay, I'll do it. Fine. Yeah. Oh, bless you. So do keep them up. I love it. And like, literally, 
So for, for me, there's you. So I'm just, I've just noticed a spider and I'm trying not to have a heart attack because I'm going to keep recording. Ah! Is it a big one? It's a big one. And it's white. Ah! Why is it white? Ah! I decided that means it can't be harmless, but it can't be dangerous. So I'm going to ignore it. We're going we're gonna to send oh, and ignore it. But um, I'm not normally freaked out by spiders, but it's bloody massive. Um, <laughs> that shows you how much I use this room, right? It's just got like spider webs <laughs> at the top of it. Oh my goodness. But... Um, yeah, I was going to say, now that I've collected myself, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to delete this, I'm going to leave this in because, yeah. Um, yeah okay. But just, you sure you don't want to like get rid of the spider and we can come back? No, it's still, it's still, it's cool. If it moves towards me, then I might, you'll literally see me throw <laughs> the headphones out and run with my shoe and get it. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to be humane and get a cup. It, it, it looks like it wants to kill me. Humane! I'm sorry. sorry. I'm not humane when it comes to insects. <laughs> it, I'm it, sorry. It I'm may sorry be a shoe. Yeah. I'm it's a vacuum cleaner thing for me. No, I can't do that because I'm scared they'll, they'll crawl back out later. Ah, do they? To add that to I don't know, but I can't take the chance. <laughs> this has always been my thing with people with vacuum. What if they just come out later on? Like, why did you do that? I'm going to get to revenge now. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't want to add that extra thing for you to think about now next time you try and hoover up a, a spider. But yeah, they might, they'll come find you in your sleep. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Serious two days back. <clears throat> so, on the topic of Instagram. Yes. But for me, you're one of the people that I consider an influencer. And um, wow. even if you hadn't, which you had been, if you hadn't been nominated by someone else to go on the database, I'd have put you on it. Yeah. It's like hands down. Oh, like, thank you. How did you forget Denise? Hold on, let's add you. So, I would have thank added you. you anyway, but you were nominated, so I didn't have to worry about that. Um, who do you feel is either like inspiring or is like kind of like your favorite influencers at the moment? And for me, I don't know about you, but for me, influencers does not mean you have 10,000 followers. You can be influencing yeah. 500 followers if you are influencing someone. If it means something to you, they are influencing you. So um, regardless of the follower count, who do you think is doing well at their game right now? Um, oh, there's lots, but to be honest, and this person does have a big following, but mm -hmm. I saw gold in this person from the moment I met them. I, I am going to say Candy's Braithwaite because from the moment I met her, I think I met her maybe, oh, Skylar. How old was Skylar? I don't even think I had Skylar. So yes. I met her about six years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I think I met her on YouTube. She was doing something on YouTube. I just discovered her on YouTube maybe i don't know i can't even remember but she was just putting out content yeah and i saw something in her that i thought do you know what you are going to do well in the future mm -hmm. um she had this way where she was one she was consistent um she's so articulate yeah um and she's not afraid to put herself out there. And at times I used to watch her. She used to do, I think, um, Tea Time. Oh, Tea Time and Candies with its own little jingle. Yeah. I That's that. it. But prior to that, I think I saw one little thing. She had a blog. At the time I was trying to blog and mm -hmm. she was a black girl that I, I thought, oh, wow, you know, um, she's doing it. Yeah. And I think she put out her cakes or something. Yeah. But she was doing a meetup. I think she was like the first person that I saw who would say, hey, you can sit with us. I think she had this slogan, you can sit with us. And so I thought, you Amazing. know what, I'm going to meet this girl. And so I remember going and there was like a few, of, like most of them were her, were her family. Okay. And maybe a few of her friends. Wow. So her mum was there, um, her brother, her sister, wow. and like maybe two other people who yeah. had seen her and just you know who had discovered her and she was so lovely and she brought gifts she just had yeah. things and she said right who wants this who wants that she had like i think she had like a jumper or something like that so she's like who wants this one who wants it and it was just so nice and then i remember like her brother she went outside we we're in a bar and her brother was taking pictures of her and she yeah. wears like bright makeup amazing makeup yeah and what I loved about her is that she, she was celebrate, you know, she celebrates her look. She's not the skinniest person. Mm -hmm. She had, you know, she's dark skin, which is nothing wrong with that at all. I'm mm -hmm. dark skin too, but she celebrated things that maybe people might feel insecure about. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And not saying that you need to be, you know. But not the UK's about version of Western beauty. That's it. She mm -hmm. had not, you know, short hair, cropped hair. Yep. She, you know, she was, 
you know, plus size, mm -hmm. what you call plus size, you know, and she just, she just celebrated herself. And I looked at her and I thought, you know what, this is what we need. This yeah. is what we need. She is able to put herself out there. And mm -hmm. times I would watch some of their videos and I would cringe, not yeah. because it was bad, but I'd be like, I would not do that. She would just highlight so many things. Yeah. But she put herself out there. She wasn't afraid to do that. And I, it inspired me. I am not yet there, but mm -hmm. the fact that she's consistent and she puts herself out there, you don't have to tell everybody everything. Mm -hmm. But I think that is um, something to be, you know, I find that inspiring. Yeah. Um, and all the things that she's done as well. Mm -hmm. Who else do I like? I like Hey Sarita as well. She's awesome as well. Yeah. She, I, I love the way how she is. Yeah. She's not afraid to say, to speak her mind. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love the fact that she's got a voice and she's also got a voice for the underdogs as well. Yeah. And that is great. She uses her platform. She uses her following mm -hmm. to big up the people with, you know, a small following. And I think that is great. Yeah. And she takes amazing pictures as well. Uh, yeah. And she her puts herself out there awesome. creatively. Yeah. Like I the videos, the um, social media, like what she do, like social media mums do those videos. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely love them. Um, I, I think to some extent, Sarita, I wouldn't have the directory and it wouldn't have blown up in that way in the beginning of June if it wasn't for her. Because she yeah. pulled me out and she um, pointed out um, a post on Blogosphere on their Instagram page. Yeah. I think they're doing something similar now. But I was there first, just putting it out yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but Blogosphere put something out, you know, and they recommended a few black um, influencers to follow. And, you know, they were good influencers. We're talking about, you know, Candice, I think Gracie Francesca and a few others that they yeah. And... Um, Sarita was just like, boy, there were so many more of us, you know, and yeah. she tagged me and tagged a lot of people. So look, more black influencers. Um, and then I saw that and I think I took it onto Twitter and I was like, girl, I can give you 250 off the top of the bat right now. I've got a list. Because if, yeah. you, do that, if you do that list, I will publish it on my page too. I'm like, okay, cool. And that challenge made me do it that same night. I went home, made something. It was like, you know, wasn't the greatest database in the world, but I did it. I put it out there. Broke the rest of my um, WordPress site, by the yes. way. Yes. Plug in, but did it anyway, and and put it out there. And she stood to her word. She shared it. She put it on her Instagram. Put it on Twitter. Next thing you know, Instagram, everyone else started sharing it. And I think I woke up at uh, ninety nine shares. I'm like, okay, cool. Like you know, so I have massive thanks to Sarita for that because she she's yeah. amazing. She's amazing. See, hey, is that me? She's great as well. I love the way she writes. I think oh. she writes just beautifully. She's, she's so expressive and she's, she's so articulate in her writing as well. And I love it. And um, I remember her, she didn't put her face for a very long time. Yeah. She didn't. It was, and then one day she just, this is me. And it was just like, yay, we see you. I totally respect not putting your face. Yeah. I totally respect that. But there was this blossoming when I saw her put her face out. It was like she was ready to show the world. She has the most amazing smile, right? It's like she does. She does. Yeah, she really does. So um, and she's very encouraging as well. Yeah. We need a book for you, see? No pressure or anything, but... I know! Well, <sighs> maybe that might happen. I hope it does. I think the way she writes, yeah. we deserve a book. Yeah and the photographer husband can just shoot the, the cover for the book for her. It's all, it's all yeah. planned. It's, yes. So it has been written, so it shall be done. No pressure. Again, kind of on the topic of influencers, but moving away from that as well, because you know, you there's so much more to you than your Instagram. As we said, you cook. Yeah. You're into fitness. You're a trained personal trainer, is that right? I am. I am a trained personal trainer. So when I moved out of London, I used to work in radio, mm -hmm. and I knew that I wasn't going to commute into London anymore. And so I thought, do you know what? I'm going to have children. I want to do something that I can fit with the kids. And I've always been interested in fitness. Mm -hmm. So I just did a whole bunch of um, fitness courses. So Amazing. I'm a qualified PT, Pilates instructor. Um, I can work with GPs. I do kettlebells. 
I can teach a whole bunch of fitness classes. That's awesome. And I started to, you know, that's, I had my own studio as well. Wow. And then I got pregnant with my first child. And when I, when it comes to kids, when I get pregnant, I get really ill yeah. with children. Like, so I stopped. Mm-hmm. And also raising kids as well. I'm quite, I'm quite full on with them. And I find it hard to have a full-time job and raise kids mm-hmm. whoever does that I take my hat off to you so I've been like a full-time stay-at-home mum um but that's not answering your question actually no it's but brilliant yeah. like so, I learned some new things so that's yeah, awesome I've so, studio before and stuff yeah I did and I had to give it up because you know I, I was so ill I couldn't mm-hmm. work there what else like I said I um I speak a lot I do a lot of public speaking I'm just trying to think yeah I'm about to start restart the whole fitness thing but not just that I've qualified as a life coach and so Amazing. I've got a few things coming up in the pipeline yes girl <laughs> we are here for this I'm so excited like I've obviously had snippets you know outside yeah. of this conversation has snippets and I'm so excited to see what you do like I can Thank see a, I see a branding opportunity I see so much I see studios I see um <laughs> so much podcasts I see just downloadable so much coming from you so thank you so much excitement for everything that's coming your way and you will deserve every single bit of it because you work thank you Um, oh bless you excited to see it (laughs) at the moment you said you're working on one of my questions was going to be what are you working on at the moment but do you want to leave that as a bit of a secret and surprise us later on I can say something to you because um I have been in full-time motherhood there's a lot of things that have come up and I've got a massive passion for mums mm-hmm. um mums that have lost themselves you know and trying to find themselves back yeah and obviously you're not the same that you were before and mm-hmm. so I really want to empower people to to be the best they can while looking after kids and Amazing. you know just just you know reclaiming some of the things that they used to do but also celebrating who they are now yeah. Um, at the moment, I'm I'm on a journey to get myself back in shape. Mm-hmm. And I find in the past, it's always been, do you know what? When I'm this, my life will be better. When I've lost two stone, my life will be better. When mm-hmm. I can fit into that outfit, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning, do you know what? Celebrate who you are now. Enjoy who you are now. So that it's a fun journey. Yeah. Rather than I've got to hold myself until I can, you know, and starve myself until I can like be a size 10 and then my whole life is going to start. So I want to really encourage people with that. And, um, and also look at the issues of how, why do we lose ourselves during motherhoods? Why do we lose ourselves when we are, you know, when we're attached or we're in a relationship with someone else, you know, what are our core values and our core values change because you know, when you're on your own and you haven't got kids, you can think about the world and how you think about all sorts of things. But then with all the demands in motherhood and just life, as you get older, you just don't have the time to think about what you believe, what's sure. right for you, what's wrong for you. And you can just lose your voice or your core values change and you don't even know what you think, what you believe. Yep. So I want to help people with that. That is so powerful. And yeah, I'm so here for it. And I'll be one of the first people at those courses. Like, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yes, so I'm in. <laughs> I'm coming. I will be there. Don't you worry. Oh, like, that's you. so exciting. And I think, you know, you're going to help so many. I think that's definitely a problem for loads of people with motherhood or in relationships. You know, you just don't yeah. have time to think for yourself. And yeah, just, yeah, that's so awesome. So, Thank you. Massive round of applause <laughs> for you. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about, so obviously all these things, they're self-employed, you know, they're self-employed um, ventures. And yeah. that's pretty scary, especially when, you know, you're looking after your family and stuff. And for me, you know, this past year is what I've been doing. It's been a lot of, you know, I, I purposefully stuck to a part-time job so I could follow different ventures on the side. And it's been scary. It's, it's been, yeah. This is for me, none of them have made any money yet. But um, yeah it's been really scary to kind of do that. And I think, I don't know how it was for you. And I'm basically I'm asking you the question, but I know for me, um, coming from um, the household I came from, you know, we're expected to turn into lawyers, doctors, teachers, to have, you know, a safe career. So it wasn't yeah. ever something that was taught to us or taught to me or um, encouraged, you know, how was that for you? Was it something that you always knew you'd want to do? Did you have to kind of unlearn things that you were taught in order to kind of follow your path? 
Yeah, I think with mistakes and hitting rock bottom in, in certain areas, like, I mean, I had a really good job in radio. I was a producer and a presenter um, at a radio station in London. And then I, I really wanted to live in Nashville and I gave it all up to um, pursue that dream, which it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and that's another story. Yeah. And so I came back and I, I had to just look at myself. I had nothing but myself to look at. There are people, I, think, I feel sorry for, well, not that I feel sorry, but I know it's very hard for people who may have a very good job and they want to do something else and they've got a mortgage or they've got all these, you know, um, they've got everything riding on, on, on this job. Yeah. And they would, and to just stop it and to go and pursue your dreams that will probably fail or may fail. I don't know. Or you might have to keep trying and you know, you won't make money as soon as you know, you start the job or start Mm -hmm. your, your dream. And I think for me, looking back, my failures have actually been blessings for me to just think, do you know what, what have I got to lose? Yeah. What have I got to lose? You know, I haven't got much money right now, so I might as well just stay broke and pursue what I've, you know, pursue my dream. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how it's worked with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's been a lot of trial and error and also being in a position to be self-aware and look at yourself. And sometimes that's really hard for people, you know, to actually examine why is this not working? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not afraid to sort of feel awkward about myself. I think I've just, due to circumstances, I've been put in that place. So it's not, it's not that scary for me. That's so awesome. I think if you look at why is this not working? What are the patterns? Why, why do you always do this? You need to change. There's something that you're doing repeatedly that is not working. So why is it? So having a look at yourself and look at, and look at the truth, you know, because I think a lot of people want to do stuff on Instagram and they really were like, yeah, I want you know, a brand to work with me. I want, yeah. I want to have a certain following. But you've got to think, well, why is it not happening? Yeah. Why is it not happening? And what do you need to do for that to happen? I think that's so powerful because I think a lot, I think definitely for me personally, yeah. sometimes I'll fall into, into that um, problem of, blaming it on everyone else and not wanting yeah. to admit that oh, actually I haven't put the effort in or I'm yeah. not, I don't know, I'm not emailing people back fast enough or I'm not actually sending those emails. Why would they know I exist if I haven't done that? You know, so a lot of the time it's very hard, I think, for people to look and realise the problem is them. And that, and that to be, yeah. okay, I think everyone, you know, even if it's feedback from others and they're going, well, actually, what it is is your images aren't up to scratch or, you know, you don't caption things properly. And to not take that as a personal attack and absolutely that's such a powerful thing to kind of you know be able to sit with that and be okay with that and know that no one is perfect so it's not a slap in the face for you to have got it wrong you just yeah get up and fix it do it again absolutely absolutely and we're on a journey so whatever you discover you can change you can only change yeah. yourself you can't change people you can't change somebody's heart the brands you know ethos or whatever like that you can only change yourself and I also believe what is meant to be for you will be for you do you get what I mean I think we need to focus on that rather than you know what I need to work with somebody if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be talking about what was meant to be will be if there was a dream collaboration or like if you had to think about I don't know a brand or a person or you know kind of like a campaign or project you would love to see yourself doing do you have one let's pull it into pull it into the atmosphere and see what happens oh I think let me think I think I would love to I'm slightly embarrassed to say this but I look at certain brands that I've seen over the years commercial brands yeah to be able to um work with them and celebrate who I am as Denise, as a black woman, and to work with a brand that you probably associate with a white person, mm-hmm. um, I would love to work with. I, I think that would be great. And I know that a lot of brands are working with um, black influencers. Yeah. But I think, I think that, or just, do you know what? I'd be happy to work with like Tesco's or something. <laughs> just something that you're walking down you just see, see you look, yeah 
you know what I mean? Like you're walking through the fruit like, and veg. Yep. You're walking through the fruit and veg and you just see me holding, I don't know. <laughs> the niece's jerk chicken. Yeah, the niece's jerk chicken. Yeah. That would be great. I think that oh. would be good. Um, I love, you see, I love magazines and I love, um, I think there needs to be more TV magazine shows, you know? Mm. And um, we don't have that. We used to have a lot of that and we yeah. don't. And yeah. because I'm into well-being, I'd love to do something on... Um, I don't know, like this morning where mm -hmm. I'm like talking and empowering people, you know, and just, just having, I feel so embarrassed saying this because I feel like someone might be listening going, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget <laughs> them. Don't worry but about I them. I would love to do, I would love to do something on, um, like for a magazine where okay. I am sharing my thoughts That's awesome. on wellness. That would be great. <laughs> well, I've got some Forget the Tesco bit. Come Good on, morning. <laughs> Some good morning stations. I'll give you. I will share those details yeah. with you for the researchers for some of those. Let's see if we can get that done. <laughs> that would be awesome to see it. But oh, so you just radiate. Just have you always had the confidence? I know you say that there's times that you don't have confidence and you'll you'll second guess yourself. But to me, I was. Yeah. Think, you know, you are bold and you are bright and you have all this confidence. Has this always been the case? Were you like this, Denise, age ten? Was she? this bold and confident and bright and bubbly i think well i think i've always had this sense of do you know what let's just jump and see what happens you know yeah. um i've always like i i want when i was two i wanted to start ballet and oh. i was told i was too young and i was yeah. like they they only took me i was the youngest one there because i <laughs> i looked so adamant to do it and so i've always been very passionate and i've always you know, had this sense of, I want to do it. I don't care if I'm the only one. I'm not one yeah. of these people who needs to get somebody to, you know, help me to go and join something. Like, you know, if, if I'm going to join a, a gym, I wouldn't be like, right, I need a buddy. Yeah. If I'm going to live in another country, I'm just going to take myself there. I don't feel I need someone to help me. But I, I, I think I have this sort of attitude of, let's just give it a go. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, we talked about this earlier on, but I, I remember my mum just sort of saying to me, Denise, she didn't sort of say, she said, um, and, and we've discussed it and I, it might sound really harsh to people. And she, she said it that, you know, she meant well because yeah. of her, what she had experienced. But when I was young, she just said, because of the, you know, your skin tone, you might not do well in life. That may be, you know, women who are lighter than you, they will probably succeed. I remember, you know, some of my mum's friends saying, you know, you're, you're black and you're a woman, so you, you know, you're gonna have it even harder. Um, I remember, I, you know, I loved, loved ballet and my godmother sort of said, you know, because you, you don't see black ballerinas, so you're yeah. not gonna do well. Wow. And so yeah. I was always told because I'm black, it's not gonna Just happen. Don't worry about it, young. it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna happen and I think, you know, they they were speaking from what they had experienced and they just mm -hmm. wanted to prepare me. And I've thought about it, about with my own children, would I ever say that to them? And no, I wouldn't. Um, unless they came to me and they, they experienced mm -hmm. something because of their colour of their skin, I would listen, but I would never confirm, yeah, you're right, because of your skin tone, you're not going to do yeah. well. I would just try and encourage them. So... I came from a place of it's not going to happen for you. And I think maybe I've used that as well. You know what? If it's not going to happen, I might as well just give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> what, what have I got to lose? Absolutely. absolutely. I love that. So, I absolutely love that. And I think that's a yeah. really, and is that things like you're saying it and I get where your mum was coming from. I get where your family members are coming from when they're saying that. Yeah. They've not seen black ballerinas. It's our generation no. now that we're seeing, you know, you know, a black lead in America, you know, black ballerina. Where's yeah. that now? Is that Misty Copeland? She's doing her big thing. She's doing it well. I know. But it's taken this generation, you know. So unless you were part of like the Alvin Ailey, um, yeah. you know, squad, you're not going to see this. You know, yes. you're not yes. going to see this. And the same with, for most things, you know, if you, I'm sure if you told your mum you wanted to be an astronaut, you'd have got the same response. Like, what black woman of astronaut course. have you seen? So, Absolutely. so just trying to keep you grounded. And I think, um, I had a talk on colorism just the other day at work and um, not just randomly, like we, we have like a black network thing. So we're having a talk and it was on colorism and we were talking about, you know, the way that 
whether it's media or you know in publications it's still very much yeah. if it is a black person they will choose a light-skinned black person because it's more palatable for right. you know the western audience for the uk audience or the hair must be very loose you can't be oh, dark skin yeah. and have you know a fro or have your, your natural hair if you're dark skin then you must have you know a nice european weave down to your backside and be a certain size and have a you know very sharp nose so that the only thing that's you know everything else is very european and the only thing is your dark skin you have to balance it out and be palpable you know palatable to um, the masses so i think when our parents are doing it they're doing it based on history and doing it based on what they're seeing around us even now that you know you know we've got to be so lighty and all these things and you know what about you know so it's very much still revered that if you don't look a certain way you might not do as well um, and I think I love that your attitude wasn't to go, well, sod it, I won't try. It was, well, I'd better give it a go then. And I've got nothing yeah. to lose. And that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Sorry, my dishwasher. I hope you didn't hear I those noises. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. It's all right. No, I've got a massive blue bottle whooshing around as well. So I've been, <laughs> Me like, too. I've got one of those. <sighs> and when we listen back, there's going to hear this tinny sound in the background and it's going to be these stupid flies. Fancy yeah. <laughs> living. Okay. Country living, yes. Joys. Yeah, I had to actually <laughs> ask a neighbour once, like, like how, I wasn't sure if I had something dead in my house that I didn't know about why there were flies. Like, and I remember going to a neighbour's house and seeing them there too, and then somewhere else in the village. I'm like, it's just out here. It's just living out yeah. here. You get to contend with these massive, you know, why, why is the fly this big? I know. Do you know what? That's one thing, that's one of the things that I love about my husband because this is all he knows. He, he has to sort of, he educates me on like, you know, the tiny mice and, you know, all sorts of things that are running around the place. <laughs> I, yeah. I need to like con- really cautiously go and ask random people I trust in the village questions. Like what are the, yes. I think it was like sugar beets. I'd never seen a sugar beet until I came out here and there's certain times yeah. in the fields, they've turned them all over and there's this huge mountains of them. And I was like, they yeah. don't have potatoes. I don't get what they are. And I actually yeah, yeah, asked yeah. in the end, like, what on earth? You know, we don't have fields of crops in London yes. on your drive Absolutely. to Tesco. So yes. getting used to it, or, you know, being late for work when, I was, when you work in London still because you got stuck behind a, a tractor whose hay fell off the side <laughs> of something. You know. I see tractors all the time. Tractors everywhere. And you know what I love in summertime where we live, when you see the fields of the rape, the rape seed, yes. you know, the yellow. Yeah, beautiful. I just it? love it. I absolutely love it. And I love going, oh, look, the rape, it's out. <laughs> Sound all country. On the fields. Yeah. I'm down. I know what that is. I yeah. know what it is, yeah. And all the wildflowers when they come out of the poppies, and I start to know all the names of it and I can point you to absolutely. all the now. But yeah, look at us getting <laughs> Exactly, we know when it's tractor season. Yeah, we might have to drop this whole where Londoners living in the Hertfordshire thing soon. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's when it's harvest. Is it harvest September, October, or yeah. just August, late August? August. You see all the tractors all out. night. All night, man. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. They, harvest. Yeah. <laughs> they need to be paid more, man, because they put in some serious hours. They do, they do, but they're loud, those tractors. Oh, <laughs> at night when you hear them, ooh, yeah. especially yeah, where I live. Loud. They are very loud. Like, look at us. I'm liking how we've got all countryfied in our conversation. We know exactly in our little village shops. <laughs> yep, village shops. Love shop. it. Post yeah. offices that only open certain days of the week. That's right. And, and shops shutting at like 4 30. Yeah, yeah. And all the, there's no street lamps. <laughs> that took a lot to get used to, right? No yeah. street lamps, walking everywhere. You actually deserve your hunter wellies when you live out here because you can't see a thing. Yeah, you your do. Torchlight and your wellies. That's it. Yeah. And your barber jackets. I've not, not gone that, that far yet. No. No, I was <laughs> Not taking it there yet. But I do wear wellies come winter, come autumn, winter, Wellington boots to and from. Yeah, it has to be done. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what? My husband, he went to a school where there was only 30 people. He went to a village school. Wow. The whole school. 30 kids. That's he was so remote that he thought that McDonald's was a farm. He didn't love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's an idyllic childhood, right? Exactly. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. But I love it. Oh, if only yeah. 
if only that was the way now my three-year-old knows what the oh. arches mean and will call them out like she knows the roads where they are yeah. so she'll be like ah oh, you know what i'm hungry as you're driving i'm not like, sure you are <laughs> yeah i'm hungry oh isn't that mcdonald's that way yeah. <laughs> you know my daughter because she used to watch it on youtube like you know you get those kids like advertising mcdonald's yes. and they're from different countries yeah and I think the way they say it sounds like Arnold. <laughs> so she thought it would, she would go, Mom, can we go Arnold? Arnold. I, I was like, yeah, it's called Arnold. I'm not telling her, I'm not going to correct her. <laughs> we didn't want her to know the real name. Arnold. It's poor child. When she gets picked on later in school because she can't say it right. In it, McDonald. I think she told them at nursery, and they were like, "What's that? It's not McDonald's. It's called McDonald's." Oh. So she did. Oh, you let them tell her. That's yes, so I just didn't want to educate her on that place. That's fair. I I can get that. I can totally be down with that. Leave them off the yep. junk food as long as we can. That's it. But you know, they do love it. They do. <laughs> they do. Like, I was one of the first ones at the drive-through when it reopened. There, me. I can't lie. Really? Do you know what? I haven't twice. eaten anything. Really? Mm. I'm too scared to eat anything. Take away. I'm too scared. I can't even have a coffee. People keep saying, let's go for a coffee. I'm like, no, that's all right, man. I've done Starbucks. Right. I've done, I've even found what? a Caribbean um, takeaway in Cambridge. Well, they only deliver within Cambridge and I made them deliver outside the Grand Arcade because I'm what? like, I will drive and get it. It was okay, cool. Auntie Pam's. Put a link in the Ooh. comment. It was so nice. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, so Auntie I'm Pam. too scared. Wow. You've had a coffee. I've had a coffee. I've had my curry goat. I've had McDonald's. <laughs> well, oh. you're still here. Dirt chicken here. from um, South London and the other half coming home from work. Made them pick me up. Woo! I'm not ramping. I can't cook every day like this anymore. I've loved <laughs> it, but I need a break. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Like, three months of every breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all the snacks in between that these children want to eat. <laughs> oh enough. my goodness, the snacks. The snacks. <laughs> like, if I don't see another olive in my whole entire life, I will be glad of it. Oh my goodness, look at you. That's what I eat. Girl, if I see another olive. They're bougie <laughs> children. I don't even eat olives. <laughs> I have some bougie, like, avocado-loving. Oh no, that's me more than, to be fair. That's, yeah, yeah. They love their olives and, um, you know, they like their little um, salami and cheese and stuff. Little yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. But you know how much it's costing me to be forever yeah. feeding them in this way. Exactly, exactly. And some of these supermarkets are raking the money right now, man. Yeah. No special deals anymore. No multi-buy deals. No. Yeah. No, because no, I only buy two for one mozzarella, bags of mozzarella. No, yes. no, no. Not anymore, that right? finish. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all gone so this is where we're at hopefully we'll get back to normal soon but yeah this is our life right now and i'm thankful exactly. that you took time out during this life to thank have a chat with me and it's thank you such a pleasure to have you on um thank you oh bless you thank you so much thank you so much denise and i'll let you get back to your children thank you thank you it's been a pleasure thank you so much <laughs> take care <laughs>